guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I want to get you into Romans chapter 3 today, and I want to give you just a couple little thoughts. First of all, you go to Romans chapter 3, verse number 3, and there's an interesting phrase here. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Now, I remember hearing this verse almost, to me, it was almost like the first time. It was a few years ago, and I'd read this verse before, but it was brought to my attention by Elder Jeffrey R. Holland in what was called an evening with a general authority back in the time where seminary and institute teachers would get to learn from prophets and apostles. Elder Holland said this. Now, he was talking about the importance of asking questions. How questions, if you are a member of the church, it's okay. Please ask those questions. As we speak of questions, write this one from the Apostle Paul across the chalkboard of your mind and instill it in the hearts of your students. For what if some do not believe? What if they don't? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? The answer to that is no, not in my life, not in my lifetime, not for me and my house. No one's unbelief has or can or will ever make my faith in God, my love of Christ, my devotion to this church, and this latter-day work without effect. The truthfulness of this latter-day gospel is in effect, and it will stay in effect. So I love that. Sometimes we're just like, we see someone else who doesn't believe and all of a sudden we're like well i should i not nope do not let someone else's unbelief affect your belief that's again that's an important message for you and i today especially as you see a lot of people struggling with their beliefs do not let their unbelief affect your abilities to believe i have a strong testimony of that so just a little thought there with this now as you get into chapter three chapter three is filled with what i like to call warm fuzzy verses right ones that you just read them you're like oh I feel so good yeah you'll see I'm also being sarcastic here as you get into verse number 10 as it is written there is none righteous no not one boy you're feeling good about yourself right there right verse 11 there is none that understandeth there is none that seeketh after God they are all gone out of the way they are together become unprofitable there is none that doeth good no not one their throat is an open sepulchre with their tongues they have used deceit the poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Destruction and misery are in their ways. The way of peace have they not known. And verse 18, there is no fear of God before their eyes. You go all the way down, almost as a conclusion to this. Verse 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, right? All is a pretty high percentage of God's children. If you are watching this, you are part of the all. And you're like, oh, great. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate that, right? As we're going through all of this right here, again, it shows us all have sinned, every single person, and have come short of the glory of God. At that moment, you're seeing this and you're just like, oh, no. Well, what do I do? Well, Welcome to verse number 24, which is a wonderful verse. Romans 3, 24, being justified. And we talked about that justification back in the first episode of this week about being made righteous freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Here is where we are introduced by Paul to this topic of grace. We're going to talk about it today and tomorrow. Whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation or a mediator or an intermediate in some way 
through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of the sins that are past. That is so cool. Through the forbearance of God. So here is where the topic of grace can be very, very misunderstood, which is why I love again the Come Follow Me is put together a little glossary right here and has brought up the topic of grace. It says, grace is divine help or strength given through the bounteous mercy and love of Jesus Christ. As we've established, we all are sinners and we need help. Through grace, all people, all of those people we talked about before who have all come short of the glory of God, who have all sinned, all people will be resurrected and receive immortality. In addition, grace is an enabling power that allows men and women to lay hold on eternal life and exaltation after they have expended their own best efforts. We'll talk about that in a second. We do not earn grace through our efforts. Rather, it is grace that gives us strength and assistance to do good works that we otherwise would not be able to maintain. And much of that is from the Bible Dictionary. And there have been wonderful talks that are given. In fact, it shows several right here. Now, one of them, which I absolutely love is from Brother Brad Wilcox. It is called His Grace is Sufficient. And it says, as you read in Romans, record what you learn about the Savior's grace. Well, what we've learned so far just in this chapter is we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And what happens? We need the Savior's amazing grace. Now again, back to this talk from uh, Brother Wilcox, like I said, I would recommend it. I think Brother Wilcox's talk should be required reading by every member of the church to help us understand grace. Uh, It was a BYU speech back in 2011. In fact, there's a cool little video that was put together that I think helps understand that idea of why grace is so crucial to us as members of the church. Go ahead and watch this. Christ's arrangement with us is similar to a mom providing music lessons for her child. Mom pays the piano teacher. Because mom pays the debt in full, she can turn to her child and ask for something. Practice. Does the child's practice pay the piano teacher? No. Well, does the child's practice repay mom for paying the piano teacher? No. Practicing is how the child shows appreciation for mom's incredible gift. It is how he takes advantage of the amazing opportunity mom is giving him to live his life at a higher level. Mom's joy is not found in getting repaid, but in seeing her gift used, seeing her child improve. And so she continues to call for practice, practice, practice. But this practice has a different purpose than punishment or payment. Its purpose is change. Christ's grace is sufficient to help us in that process. Brother Wilcox, I mean, don't you realize how hard practice is? I mean, I'm just not very good at the piano. I hit a lot of wrong notes, and it takes me forever to get it right. Now wait, isn't that all part of the learning process? When a young pianist hits a wrong note, We don't say he is not worthy to keep practicing. We don't expect him to be flawless. We just expect him to keep trying. Perfection may be his ultimate goal, but for now, we can be content with progress in the right direction. 
Well, you go back to verse 28 of Romans chapter 3. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified or made righteous by faith without the deeds of the law. This idea of trying to understand the importance of practicing and why we do that. Um, From Brother Wilcox's talk, I love this quote. I have born-again Christian friends who say to me, you Mormons are trying to earn your way to heaven. I say, no, we are not earning heaven. We are learning heaven. We are preparing for it. We are practicing for it. So I love that idea of grace for us who are members of the church, who struggle, who are sinners, who come short of the glory of God. And I'm grateful for the Savior's amazing grace to help me overcome the sinful nature that I have. And we'll talk more about it in a different aspect in tomorrow's episode as well. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.